Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Overcoming Life's Obstacles. This is Jerry McGee. I want to welcome you onto the program tonight. Appreciate you listening in. We uh, are the first and third Tuesdays of each month from 6 to 8 p.m. Hope you'll invite people to listen in. And um, I want to just uh, start by prayer. Lord, I just come before your throne and I thank you for the privilege of teaching your word. I thank you that your word is forever settled in heaven. I thank you, Lord, that you watch over your word to perform it. Uh, the leaf withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. And Lord, I ask tonight that you bless each person who listens in. I pray that your Holy Spirit, Christ in me, will flow out and touch the lives of every person who listens tonight and wh- whenever they listen. Lord, I just pray for your mighty anointing upon this word. Lord, I thank you that you watch over your word to perform it. Bless the Lord, you, his angels, mightiest strength who watches over his word to perform it. And so, Father, I pray tonight that I'll be a tree of life, that rivers of living water will come forth from my innermost being to touch the lives of each listener. In Jesus' name, I just loose upon each person the fear of the Lord, the conviction of sin, and the truth that sets each person free. Lord, we, you said if we abide in your word, that we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. And we thank you, Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father except by you. We just thank you that you and your Father are one, Lord, that you are God. And we just give you praise, honor, and glory. We ask you to cover us and each person who listens in with the blood of Jesus. Cover Dorothy and her family, me and my family, with the blood of Jesus, and every person who listens to this message with the blood of Jesus. Lord, I just loose your ministering angels to minister whatever kind of angel we need. Are not your angels ministering spirits sent to help and care for those who would receive your salvation? We just break your power, Satan. We bind you over each listener, over Dorothy and her family, my family and I, in the name of Jesus. We bind you. 
principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, wicked spirits in heavenly places. We bind you in the heavenly places and on this earth. We forbid you to work with, communicate with, make contact with anyone on this earth or in the heavenly places to work divination against us or our president, the president of the United States in Jesus' name. And uh, in every president, every leader of every nation, Lord, you said that we're to pray for those in authority. We thank you that you control their hearts as you control the waterways. And we ask you to do that, Lord, be glorified. Lord, I pray that each person who listens will be saved if they're not saved. And, Lord, I just ask you in the name of Jesus that you will move mightily upon every life. I pray for your anointing. I ask you to bring to my remembrance everything you've said. Lord, I pray for a download from heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus, we just give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name. Well, the title of this message is Sins That Block Healing and Deliverance. And, and a blockage is a barrier, which is something that impedes healing. Matthew 7, 8 says, Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened to you. For whoever asks will receive, whoever seeks will find, and whoever knocks the door will be opened unto them. John 14, 13 and 14 says, Whatsoever you ask in my name, Jesus said, that will I do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. John 14, 14 says, uh, if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. In John 15, it says, if you abide in me, which means to die to your flesh, and my word abides in you, you can ask whatever you will, and I'll do it, Jesus said. And so uh, when, when we ask and nothing happens or we don't receive, there's reasons, and... Um, and, and I'm going to ask Dorothy to read Isaiah 59, verse 2 and 3. Oh, I've got 1 and 2. Hold on. That's that's it. One, 1 and 2 is fine. That's what I meant. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, behold, the Lord's hand is not so short that it cannot save, nor is his ear so dull that it cannot hear, but your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins has, have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. And now read Zechariah seven eleven through 13. But they refused to pay attention and turned a stubborn shoulder and stopped their ears from hearing. They made their hearts like flint so that they could not hear the law and words which the Lord of hosts had sent by his spirit through the former prophets. Therefore, great wrath came from the Lord of hosts. And just as he called and they would not listen, so they called and I would not listen, says the Lord of hosts. You see, there's reasons why God doesn't hear our prayers. Proverbs one twenty three says, Turn to my reproof, and I'll pour my spirit out upon you. And so we need his spirit. That means repent. Turn to him with your whole heart. He said, I'll make my words known to you because I called, God said, and you refused. I stretched out my hand, and no one paid attention. And you neglected my counsel, and you did not want my reproof. So I'll laugh at your calamity. I'll mock when your dread comes. When your dread comes like a whirlwind, and when distress 
and anguish come upon you, then they will call to me and I will not answer. They will seek me diligently but will not find me because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would not listen to counsel. They spurned my reproof so they shall eat the fruit of their own ways and be satiated with their own devices. For the waywardness of the naive will kill them and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But he who listens to me shall live securely and will be at ease from the dread of evil. And so uh, there's reasons why God does not answer our prayers. Uh, his prayers, I mean, his promises are conditional. And so we need to seek the Lord as to what he's trying to teach us when we go through anything, not just our need for healing and deliverance. Uh, we all need deliverance and we all need healing in, in some form or fashion. And he has the answer. He says, if you abide in my word and my word abides in you, you can ask whatever you will and I'll do it. So abiding has to do with death to ourselves, death, death to the flesh, coming under the control of the Holy Spirit. And always ask God what he's trying to teach us because there's a lesson in everything that we go through. I've been going through the hardest three weeks of my life. And I can tell you, God has, I was totally 100% surrendered uh, when all of this happened to me, but I'm even more surrendered today because the Lord's even shown me more stuff. You know, sanctification is a process that takes a lifetime. It's like peeling an onion. And so um, when we're sick or when we need deliverance, we need to ask the Lord. And if we're not getting anything, if we're not healed, then it, it tells us in James 5, it says, if any among you are sick, let him call for the elders of the church and let him anoint him with oil. And the prayer of faith in the name of Jesus will raise up and heal the sick. And if they've committed any sins, they will be forgiven them. And so then it goes on to say, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you might be healed. And so one thing is when we are getting anointed with oil, um, we need to confess our faults if the Lord shows us anything that we need to see. We need to confess that. Now, I'm going to name some things. Actually, sin is behind your need for healing and deliverance. Uh, sin is behind uh, the reasons why the enemy is attacking you. God's trying to teach you something through all of the attacks. Praise God, we have authority over all of his power. You know, when you bind him and he doesn't leave, then God's got to show you there is a a spiritual root to why he's not leaving. But the scripture says in James 4, 7, give yourself to God and resist the devil and he'll flee. Now, these are not necessarily in order of importance, but I, I believe the first big reason is a person is not getting healed and delivered is that they're not born again. And I'm not talking about just having a head knowledge of God. I'm talking about a genuine born-again experience where when what you believe in your head gets down in your heart and does a transforming work. Now, when you've been born again, those of you who know you've been born again, you know that you know that you know something happened, but you can't explain it. And um, But the majority of people are just church members, and they believe in Jesus. Well, so does the devil. The scripture says the demons and Satan and his demons believe, and they tremble. In fact, they believe more than, you know, our unbelief. We, we say, God, help, I believe, help my unbelief. And so um, 
so we need to be born again and that's when the spirit of god comes to live in us it says in colossians christ in me the hope of glory and so if you don't know that you know that you know that you're saved um you need to ask god to let you be born again jesus said if any any man's going to come after me he has to deny himself take up his cross and follow me jesus said so if you want jesus and you're not willing to deny yourself and take up your cross there is not going to be any salvation even if you're not willing to forgive. Jesus said, if you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. And that brings me to the next point, holding unforgiveness in your heart. Unforgiveness is not a, I mean, forgiveness is not a, not an emotion. It's a choice. I choose to forgive because I choose to love God more than I love the demons of unforgiveness. The scripture tells us in Ephesians 4, 26, to not let the sun go down on your anger. It goes on to say, be angry and sin not. And so what does that mean? Don't let your anger turn into sin. You've got till sundown to deal with it. And every time you let the sun go down on your anger, somebody hurts you or whatever, uh, you let the sun go down on it, you've got till sundown to deal with it. The next day is unforgiveness. The next day it's bitterness. And bitterness is like drinking poison and waiting for someone else to die. And so... Uh, we have to forgive. And every time in your whole lifetime, and I'm not trying to overwhelm you, but it says if you let the sun go down on your anger, you give a foothold to the devil. And those footholds just don't leave until they're confessed. And praise God, I mean, they stay there until we confess our sin. And praise God, he he doesn't show us everything at one time. But that's something we need to always deal with in, in seeking deliverance or healing. Have we let the sun go down on our anger? Because if you let the sun go down on your anger, you're, you're not turning to God. You're turning to a false God. And those false gods set, you, set in motion forces that cause you to keep on reaping in kind what you've sown. And so um, God tells us that we can either be bitter or better by what we go through. We go through trials to conform us into the image of Christ, more so into the image of Christ. And, you know, who, whatever you give yourself to, whatever person you give yourself to, you're going to become like that person. So the more you spend time with God, the more you're going to become like Jesus, and you're going to be uh, con- more conformed into the image of Christ. So we have a choice to be conformed into the image of something else or we have a choice to be conformed into the image of Christ. And this is one thing that I am really seeking God is I want to come up higher with Jesus. I want to know him better. I want to have a greater and deeper intimate relationship with him. And that's what my trials have brought me to. And that's what your trials should be bringing you to too. And so uh, holding anger and unforgiveness and bitterness is a, is a, a a block to healing and a block is a barrier or something that restricts. And so, um, anger and unforgiveness and not being born again are two major reasons why a person is not, uh, being healed and delivered. Another is living a fruitless life. John 15 says that if we don't bear fruit, uh, we're cut off as a branch and thrown in the fire and burned. And so um, it tells us in John 15, bear fruit and so prove to be my disciples. In Acts, it says the disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. So if we're not a person that bears fruit and we claim to be a Christian, 
we don't really know the Lord. Jesus said you will know them by their fruits, and the fruit is the is walking in love because love fulfills God's covenant. And so uh, whenever we fail to um, die to our flesh, we invalidate God's covenant. And, you know, it takes us dying to our flesh to love people because sometimes people are not lovely and sometimes we're not either. We're not easy people to love. And so it takes a dying to the flesh for us to love. And so when we live a fruitless life, that opens us up to sickness because God says he'll cut you off in John 15 if you don't bear fruit. And he says, bear fruit and so prove to be my disciples. And then he goes on in that passage and says, you're my friends if you do what I say. And so I want to be the friend of God. And and I have not been a perfect person, but I want to please God with all my heart. The next the next uh, uh, block to healing is making death wishes. You know, just wishing you were dead. I know a precious man that's just wishing he was dead. And I told his wife the other day to give him a message because he wasn't answering my phone. A message that when you wish you were dead, guess what? You're opening yourself up to a death curse. And and if you don't repent, death won't be too far uh, away. And so when we wish someone else was dead, by our standard of measure, it's measured back to us. And so if you've ever said, I wish I could die, I want to kill myself, I don't want to live, I want to die, you need to repent. And as I read these things, be repenting of what the Lord shows you, and you'll get a greater deliverance. And when I say repenting, be asking God to forgive you. First John 1, 9 says, if you confess your sin, God is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Another um, block to healing is the sorrow that leads to death. There's a sorrow that leads to repentance, but there's also a sorrow that leads to death. There's a throne of grace we can go to, and uh, the Bible says the humble get grace. We have to humble ourselves to go uh, to God's throne of grace. And so when we have our pain or our sorrow or our grief or our sadness, we take it to God and deal with it his way. That's the sorrow that leads to repentance. But the sorrow that leads to death is the person that comes short of the grace of God and refuses to go deal with it or maybe doesn't refuse, but maybe thinks God won't fix it or God doesn't love him. And God loves you so much. If you really knew how much he loved you, you would run and jump in his lap. So there's a sorrow that leads to death and a sorrow that leads to repentance. Another uh, block to healing is negativity. You know, there's no place in a Christian's life to be negative. Dave Wilson says there's some people can look at the stars and see mud and other people can look at the mud and see stars there's a, there's some people that when they see a glass half full of water they say this glass is half empty but a posse person sees it as half full the scripture says in proverbs that a crooked mind finds no good and so god doesn't want us to be negative uh, it says in job and i don't have the reference that there's two ways people die some die fully at ease and satisfied and their sides filled out with fatness, not talking about being overweight fat, but it means the best of everything. And the other person dies uh, with a bitter soul, never tasting anything that's good. Another block to healing is being a person who won't take correction. The Bible says, whoever hates reproof is stupid. Another proverb says, 
that uh, he who hates reproof will die. Uh, the scripture says you correct the scoffer and you get insults for yourself. Um, the scripture says that reproofs of discipline are a way of life. The Bible tells us that if we cover over our sin, we'll not prosper. But if we confess and forsake it, we'll find mercy. There's another scripture that says that uh, it, um, it talks about a person who, who hardens his neck after much reproof will suddenly be broken beyond remedy. And then Proverbs says reproofs of discipline are a way of life. In other words, God in at Calvary, he sanctified us, but every day that we walk in this life, God continues to show us things to conform us into his image as we repent and give those things to him. And we're all a work in progress. Another uh, block to healing is unbelief and doubt. And um, I've been asking the Lord where a lot of my unbelief is coming from. You know, the scripture says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So number one, you've got to be in the word of God. You've got to hear the word of God. It's good to pray the word of God and pray it out loud and listen to what you're praying. For years, I would pray the word of God. I would go through the Bible and I would make scriptures, prayers for my children, my descendants, and their mates. And I've been doing that since uh, my 60-year-old son was 12 years old. And so I've got family members that I've been praying for for years and years and years. And, you know, I see the fruit of their life. Because when you pray the word of God, you're praying a perfect prayer. You're praying because God says this is the confidence you can have toward him. If you ask anything according to his will, he hears you. And if he hears you, you already have what you ask for. So pray in the scriptures over your family, your children that are not yet born yet. I've been doing that for at least almost close to 50 years. And so without a, without a, a clear conscience, it's impossible to have a strong faith. So if there's an area of your life where you really are having a hard time believing God, it's it's coming in through a defiled conscience. And so you need to look, ask the Holy Spirit to, to reveal to you uh, where your conscience has been defiled and where your conscience has not been clear or um, has been violated. You know, David prayed, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit that I might teach transgressors thy ways. And sinners might be converted Another block to healing Is failure to see and repent of sin The Bible says if you abide in my word You're truly my disciples And you'll know the truth And the truth will set you free Lester Roloff who used to I don't know some of you might be familiar With Lester Roloff But he was an old Southern Baptist uh, a Preacher in South Texas And he had a girl's home in Corpus Christi And he said behind every sin is sickness and there's no healing without sanctification or the Bible says holiness. And so it's the truth that sets me free. And so that's what I have to seek after truth. And on the surface, you can, you know, on the surface, uh, you can be totally repented of everything you know about. And uh, there's still more that God wants to show us. Praise God. He don't show us everything. He don't expect us to be uh, repent of everything at one time. We couldn't take it. Another uh, block to healing is um, prescription drugs. And, you know, prescription drugs is the number three or four killer of people in the United States. I believe that abortion might be number one. 
are heart disease, number one. Number two, um, cancer. Number three, prescription drugs and medical mistakes is three and four. And, you know, every side effect is another disease. And so, uh, and if, you, if you've got, if you're taking, a man told me yesterday he took 25 pills a day. Well, if you're taking 25 pills a day, uh, there are side effects on all those pills. And so until there's repentance of what you're taking, uh, you, you can't get rid of the side effects, you get rid of the drugs. And I'm not telling anybody to not uh, go to the doctor or take their drugs. I'm not telling you not to do that. That's between you and the Lord. But I'm just speaking the truth here to show you the more excellent way is not to be taking anything that has side effects. But that's between you and the Lord. I don't tell people not to take their drugs. But I can tell you, just watching the commercials of some of these drugs, you almost uh, have to be kind of uh, something wrong to take these things that cause other things that are really bad. Another is sins of the tongue. I heard a preacher that I really admired the other day say, the sins of the tongue is the root of sickness. And I thought, no, I don't agree with that. And then I got to thinking, well, yeah, that's true, because the Bible says what's in the heart comes out the mouth. By your words, you're justified. By your words, you're condemned. And so if if that's behind your sickness, you're saying what's down in your heart, because the Bible says as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And so the scripture says death and life are in the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18. So we're either speaking death or we're speaking life. Um, the Bible talks about some people's throats are like an open grave because they have uh, spoken the wrong kinds of words. That could be the root of a throat problem. Another is a soul that's not prospering. Third John says, Beloved, I want above all that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. And so your health and your prosperity will be in, um, in other words, your good health will be in proportion to a prospering soul. And the way your soul prospers is through being in the Word of God, not listening to some of these nickels, dimes, noses, and numbers, TV evangelists. Your soul won't prosper. In fact, there will be things that get on you that's not good. But, but for your soul to prosper, you have to have an intimate relationship with Jesus, and you have to be in his Word. Now, I've not been able to read the Word, the paper Bible anymore, but I've been listening to if you've got an iPhone or you have a, a telephone that has Internet on it, you can pull up uh, passages of the Bible. You can pull up the books of the Bible and listen while you're working around the house, while you're walking. I walk two miles a day. And so when I'm walking, I'm listening to the Word of God because the Bible says that he sent his Word to heal me. And so that is another block to healing is not being in the Word of God because Jesus is the Word of God. The scripture says in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the father. And so when I'm reading the word of God and listening to the word of God, that's creating the atmosphere of Jesus. And Psalms 107 says that I cried out to the Lord in my distress and he sent his word to heal me. And so his word is healing. Another is unconfessed sin, 1 John 1, 9. In fact, all of any, any sin is behind why we need deliverance and why we need healing. Unconfessed sin. 
First uh, John 1 9 says if you confess your sin God is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness and you know what you can be totally prayed up and confessed up not aware of one sin you're committing and when something tragedy hits or something hits or something needs fixing let me tell you something God will show you much much more and so we need to keep on because Proverbs 25, 2 says, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's the glory of kings to search a matter out. And as believers in the Lord Jesus, we are kings and priests. Another block to healing is covered over sin. Proverbs 28, 13 says, he who covers over sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes it shall find mercy. Proverbs 32 says, I'm sorry, not Proverbs, Psalms 32 says, when I keep silent about my sin, my body wasted away. And that means your body, in the Hebrew, wasted away means your body became old and worn out. Another is, uh, and let me just say this about waiting on the Lord and intimacy with the Lord. I've been really spending a lot of time with the Lord. And one scripture says in Isaiah 40, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And the other day, I worked all day long. I walked two miles, and I have a, a kennel. I worked all day long, and um, and I wasn't even I wasn't tired any time during the day. And I and I really never stopped all day. But that morning, I had I had prayed. Lord, I pray that I will mount up with wings of eagles. And so because I've been waiting on the Lord that morning, um, he says he'll renew your strength. So that can be a reason why we don't have strength is we're not spending time uh, with the Lord. And if you can't read the word of God, uh, start playing scriptures, playing books of, of the Bible. One day I listened to the whole book of Proverbs. Another day took two or three days to listen to Genesis. The book of Genesis and I'm going to start now with Exodus and you can pull it up on your um, on your phone if you have internet the best thing is to read your paper Bible but if you can't do that you can surely listen because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God okay another block to healing is failure to find uh, the spiritual root to it and you do that through searching out the word if you're not healed uh, after the after after you're anointed with oil and after you ask God, then you need to start looking for the spiritual root to things. And that's Proverbs 25. Another is ignorance of God's word. Proverbs, uh, not Proverbs. Hosea 4:6 says, "My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge." And it goes on to say, "Because they rejected knowledge." You know, knowledge is the truth that sets me free. Uh, Isaiah 5:13 says, "Therefore, my people, therefore my people have gone astray because they have have no knowledge. The knowledge is the truth that sets me free." The scripture says in Proverbs 24, "Knowledge increases power," and so the more of God's word you know, the more power you're going to have. And then fear. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Fear is at the root of all autoimmune diseases. 
perfect love, the Bible says, casts out fear. And I've shared with you before in my message on how to overcome fear um, is you make an altar like Abraham did Isaac and take it up the mountain and put a knife to it. Lord, if you hear what the devil's telling me, God, if that bring you greater glory and honor for that to happen, so be it. But devil, you can't cause it in Jesus' name. How dare you think you can cause anything or touch me when I'm in the hands of God in Jesus' name. Now, if you if it's if it's just a request, God says you have not because you ask not. But if there's fear or if there's hurt or if there's worry or there's anxiety or there's anger, take it up the mountain and let go of it. Jesus said if you hold on to your life, you lose it. You take you let go of your life, you find it. And then another blockage to healing is soul ties. Through soul ties you can have the demons of whoever you have a soul tie with. Uh, a soul tie is a connection in the spirit realm. It can be connected like a thread, like a string, like a rope, like a cable, like a chain, depending on the depth of sin that you've committed with another person. And through soul ties, you can have the emotional uh, problems, the mental problems, the physical problems, the addictions. If it's been sexual sin, women have the DNA of whoever they have sex with. If you have sex with 25 different men, uh, women, you've got the DNA of all 25 till you repent and break soul ties with those people. And so uh, through soul ties, uh, you get the familiar spirit of whoever you have a soul tie with. And uh, and through soul ties, you're controlled. The Bible says when one suffers, they all suffer. When one rejoices, we all rejoice. And so soul ties can be broken. And I, I recommend that you go online and listen to my teaching on soul ties. Go to my website. Uh, jerrymcgee.com that's g-e-r-i-m-c-g-h-e-e.com and you can listen to the teaching on soul ties free or even uh, i've taught it here on uh, dorothy uh, dorothy's show uh, you can go into her archives is it blog talk radio dorothy carruthers blog talk radio anyway you need to break soul ties because through soul ties, you get the familiar spirit of whoever you have a soul tie with. You get a part of the person you have a soul tie with, and they get a part of you. Another um, block to healing is trusting in man. Uh, Jeremiah 5 it says, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his arm. The Bible tells us that we are to trust in God and not into man, not man. Another uh, block to healing is uh, taking the Lord's Supper with sin in your life. You know, the scripture says that if you, that when we take the Lord's Supper, we're to judge our body rightly because some of you are sick, weak, and, and have died. Now, there's people that know about this. Most people don't know this, but there's people that know about it, and if they take it, they just, because of pride, they don't want someone to think, well, you know, it's because they got sin in their life. They're not taking it. But um, don't take the Lord's Supper with sin in your life. In other words, be prayed up and confessed up. doesn't mean you're going to be perfect, but it means you're as repentant as you know how to be. And you forgive whoever you need to forgive. Another is participating in the occult and the worship of false gods, making covenants with people who worship false gods. Being involved in groups that deny the blood atonement and deity of Jesus Christ. You could you could classify Freemasonry or lodges or sororities or fraternities or any place where you 
um, participate in any kind of occultic ritual. You need to break the power of the words you spoke and the words that were spoken over you. Another uh, block to healing is bringing a cursed thing into your home. Uh, Deuteronomy 4.16 says, So that you do not act corruptly and make a graven image, the likeness of any animal that's on the earth, the likeness of any winged bird that flies in the sky, the likeness of anything that creeps on the ground, the likeness of any fish that that is in the waters below the earth. And beware not to lift up your eyes to the host of heaven and see the sun and the moon and the stars and all the hosts of heaven and be drawn away to worship them and serve them, which the Lord your God has allotted to the peoples under the whole earth. Acts 19.19 says that when they brought all their occult books together, that the gospel spread. So make sure you don't have any occult books in your house or anything that's of the occult. I know people that are tormented with demons because they've brought occultic things into the house, even having videos and music videos and books that uh, are occultic. In fact, some of these books even says that you're under a curse when you read them. Uh, bringing Harry Potter into your house and all these, a lot of these video games are just really demonic. Deuteronomy seven twenty five through 26 says, the graven images of their gods you're to burn with fire. You shall not covet the gold or silver that's on them, nor take it for, for yourself, for you, for you will be snared by it, for it is an abomination to the Lord your God. You shall not bring an abomination into your house and like it come under the ban. You shall utterly detest it. You shall utterly abhor it, for it is something banned. Another uh, block to healing is spoken curses we speak on ourselves. If I had a nickel for every time I'd sit in my lifetime, I don't say this anymore, that I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, and have other people say I'm fat. when you speak these things over people and speak them over yourself, the Bible says that you're either you're devouring other people and other people are devouring you. You can even devour yourself. Another block of healing is generational iniquities of the forefathers. So examine uh, the bloodline if you know uh, the character of your forefathers, your mother, father, your forefathers. If you do, or, or something that's working in your life that you can't overcome, you know, it's a possibility that's come down to a generational curse. The scripture says in Exodus 20 that the sins of the fathers pass on to the children to the third and fourth generation. Incest goes 10 generations, and an illegitimate curse being born out of wedlock goes uh, also goes 10 generations. Another block of healing is pride. Uh, Job 41 says Satan is king. Over all the sons of pride. The scripture says that God sees the haughty from afar. Humble yourself in the presence of the Lord and he will exalt you. The humble get grace, the scripture says. And we've all been full of pride. And if you don't think so, you probably really do have pride. Another is the failure to be anointed with oil. Uh, That would be James 5. Another's idolatry is anything that you love more than Jesus. 
and you know you have an idol, if you get angry when you don't have it, or you fear you'll lose it if you have it, or if you don't have it, you fear you won't get it, or you're depressed about it, you know it's idolatry. In fact, uh, 1 Samuel 15, 23 says, Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and all iniquity is as idolatry. Another um, block to healing is sitting under false teachers. Make sure the pastor you sit under is as repentant as he knows how to be. Many, many pastors today are in, in sin. And the scripture says in Luke 6:48 that after a man is fully, tri- fully trained, he becomes like his teacher. And so you want, and that's through a soul tie. So make sure that the person that's teaching you, the Bible says the teaching of the wise is a tree of life that one may avoid the snares of death. I even heard Mark Taylor say that there's many, there are many, um, there's good mega churches too, but he's saying that a lot of these mega churches are uh, the pastors or Satanists. In fact, what can be the judge is if, there, if there's no word of God, if there's no repentance, if there's no um, holiness, then you're not hearing from God. When you leave church, you should be closer to God than when you came. And so um, ask the Lord to show you because now there's no pastor that's perfect, but I'm talking about sitting under pastors that are prayed up and confessed up and are as repentant as they know how to be because we're all works in progress. But if you're sitting under a pastor that's in known sin or covering over sin and not, uh, not walking in repentance, you're opening yourself up to the same strongholds that work in his life. Another is vexation. Ecclesiastes 11.10 says, So remove vexation, which is grief, sorrow, sadness, provocation, hurt, uh, and idolatry from your heart and put pain out of your body. So if you have pain in your body, it's coming out of vexation of heart and usually going back to childhood or even generational Um, things that have come down generationally praise jesus that he died at calvary and he bore our pains our sicknesses our sorrows our grief i mean he was a scapegoat you know a scapegoat the priest would put all the sins of the people on the scapegoat and run it out of the city and so jesus was took all of our sin at calvary but we have to confess it and uh we have to because he says if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Another is failure to have hands laid on you. The Bible says these signs shall follow those that believe. They shall cast out devils, speak in new tongues, and lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Praise God. Uh, another is a lifestyle, living a lifestyle of an angry, agitated personality. If you're just angry and agitated all the time, it just, the Bible says a hot-tempered man abounds in transgressions. Um, A a person that's hot-tempered is full of idols and full of demons and full of idolatry. Another is a lack of persevering and standing. In other words, we give up and quit. We just think it maybe it's hopeless and we don't pursue God. We don't give up. Keep on seeking God you know God says that you will find me when you seek for me with all of your heart 
another scripture that says, call upon me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you know not of. I need to know great and mighty things that I don't know about. And I know you do too. So keep on, you know, deliverance and healing is sometimes like peeling. Sometimes it's instant. Sometimes it's like peeling an onion and you're, you're going to get some layers off to, and listening to this message, I trust that you're going to have some layers leave, but just keep on working until you see victory. Keep on working, whatever the problem is, keep on working at seeking God for the answers and aligning yourself with the word of God and you'll be taking off layers. Another is living a lifestyle of unrest is another block to healing. God wants to bring us into his rest. The scripture says in Deuteronomy 28, there'll be no resting place because of disobedience to the voice of God and his commandments. There'll be no resting place for the sole of your feet, a trembling heart, failing eyes, and despair of soul. And um, he tells us where to get rest and that to Come unto him, he says in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come unto me, Jesus said, all you labor, who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble, and you shall find rest for your soul, for my burden is light and my load is easy. Another thing that uh, the Lord showed me about hardness of heart, that that could be the root to hardening of the arteries, a hardness of heart. Are blocked arteries. Um, God says in Hebrews, today when you hear my voice, don't harden your heart. Have you ever hardened your heart when God was speaking to you? If you haven't, your forefathers surely have. You know, if hardening of the arteries runs in your family, you know that a hardness of heart has come down generationally, which it can also be tied in with strokes. Another huge block to healing is ingratitude. You know, God, if God inhabits the praises of his people, who do you think inhabits the moans and his moans and groans, a person's moans and groans? The devil and his demons. Psalms fifty twenty three says, Whoso offers praise glorifies me, and whoever to him who orders his conversation I write, I will show him my salvation. The other day I was listening to a preacher who re- who wrote a book, Praise is My Weapon. And I haven't read that book, but I I encourage you to get it if you haven't. Another um, another thing I encourage you if you've got if you need physical healing, is you can pull up. Um, Benny Hinn has got a um, uh, a tape called Atmosphere of Praise, and it is so, I'm, I'm sorry Atmosphere for Healing. It is so anointed. And uh, in the back, the violin is playing, and it's so peaceful. I listen to it probably every day at least once. And then um, uh, the pastor in San Antonio, uh, John Hagee, has got one on uh, healing scriptures that are just powerful. I've been listening to that one and two times a day. And so I want to get those scriptures down in my spirit, man, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And there's others too, not just those, but just type in your, uh, if you've got a, uh, if your phone has internet, just type in healing scriptures and you can get, uh, you can really be blessed by scriptures and encouraged by the word of God. 
And then attention getting is another block to healing. Some people want attention so bad that they don't want to get healed because if they got healed, they wouldn't get attention anymore. And if you're that kind of a person, let me tell you something, you wear people down. But God, you have God's attention all the time. And his attention is the greatest attention anyone can have. He's not like your dad or your mother that didn't give you any attention. But God God says that he watches over you like he guards the, the pupil of his eye. And so those are just some ideas of what could be hanging you up and why you need deliverance and why you need healing. And so if you will uh, pray with me, I'm going to lead you in repentance of these things. I hope you've been repenting. The word spirit means breath. You know, demons come out through air, through belching, burping, passing gas, pressure, or you may not feel anything. But anyway, the word spirit means uh, breath. And so just pray, just pray with me. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me for not living the sanctified life. Lord, I want to be born again. Uh, Forgive me for having a lying spirit. You said a liar will not even enter the kingdom of heaven. Lord, I just ask you to, to save me if I'm not saved. Forgive me, Lord, that I've accepted you, but there's been no fruit in my life. Uh, I'm willing to present my body to you, Lord, as a living sacrifice, and I'm willing to deny myself and take up my cross and follow you. And I invite you, Holy Spirit, to come in and possess my body. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you died at Calvary for my sin, that you took my sin, my sickness, my grief, my pain, my sorrow. You took it upon yourself at Calvary. And, Lord, I receive the work, your your finished work of Calvary. I receive it. I claim my healing in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, forgive me for not living a fruitful life. Lord, forgive me for um, not bearing fruit. Forgive me for wishing I was dead, making death wishes, trying to kill myself. I forgive my forefathers for the spirit of suicide that's passed down my bloodline. I want to say this, too, while I'm praying. Psychiatric medicine, the number two side effects of psychiatric medicine is suicide and homicide. So um, the scripture says in Colossians 3, see to it, no one takes you captive by the philosophies of the world by the elemental principles of the world rather than Christ. And so actually psychology takes you captive. And we want freedom. We want to get free. Okay, uh, so Lord, forgive me for the sorrow that leads to death. Forgive me for bitterness. Forgive me for not going to your throne of grace uh, to deal with my stuff at your throne. Forgive me for not coming to the cross. Forgive me for being negative. Forgive me for having a crooked mind. Lord, forgive me for not being a person that won't take correction. Forgive me for being stupid. Forgive me for, you said, Lord, that uh, if I don't receive correction, that I I won't prosper. So I ask you to forgive me for unbelief and doubt. Lord, I ask you to show me where my conscience is not clear. Lord, forgive me for... um, God, forgive me for going to the world for answers instead of going to you first. Forgive me for sins of the tongue. Forgive me, Lord, you said, as I think in my heart, so am I. Forgive me for not having a prospering soul. Forgive me for not being in the word of God. 
forgive me for not confessing my sin. Forgive me for covering over my sin. God, forgive me for um, failure to find the spiritual root because I haven't took time to seek you. Forgive me for not seeking you with my whole heart. Forgive me for being ignorant of your word. Lord, forgive me for lacking knowledge, which has been causing me to perish. Forgive me for going into captivity for the lack of knowledge. Forgive me for fear, doubt, unbelief. Lord, forgive me for sexual sin and for people I have said soul ties with. Um, I'm just going to give you just a second here and ask the Lord to show you if you have any ungodly soul ties with the people you've had sex with or the people you've sinned with. And, uh, Lord, I ask you to show them the truth that sets them free. Forgive those people. Ask God to forgive you. Ask God to cleanse you by the blood of Jesus. And, Lord, I just break all those demonic soul ties that have come in through pornography, through sexual sin, uh, through sinning with other people, sinning against other people, through molestation, through uh, having people molest me or me molesting others. Forgive me for trusting in man and the power of the flesh. God, forgive me for uh, anger, unforgiveness, holding unforgiveness toward people. Lord, forgive me for letting the sun go down on my anger. Forgive me for being bitter by causing, Lord, forgive me for allowing life circumstances to make me bitter instead of better. Forgive me for taking the Lord's Supper with sin in my life, which has caused me to be weak, sick, and die. Forgive me for participating in the occult, making covenants with people and groups that deny the blood atonement and deity of Jesus Christ. Forgive me for bringing in a cursed thing into my home. Lord, I just pray that you'll cause me to go through my home and when in doubt, throw it out. Lord, if it's supposed to be something that I'm supposed to have, give me total peace. If I'm not supposed to have it, take away my peace, Lord. Every time I look at the object, cause me to lose my peace if I'm supposed to get rid of it. In the name of Jesus, Lord, forgive me for having occult books and things in my house that I shouldn't have. Forgive me for bringing an abomination into my house. Forgive me for not burning graven images with fire. Forgive me for coveting the gold and silver that's on them and take them for myself, uh, which has caused me to be snared by them. Uh, Forgive me, Lord, for being an abomination to you. Forgive me for bringing an abomination into my house. Forgive me for speaking words of death, words of iniquity, curses, assignments, satanic rituals. I forgive every person who has spoken words of death, words of iniquity, curses, and assignments and rituals over me. In the name of Jesus, I cancel all the words that have been spoken over me. I forgive every person that's spoken negative words over me. Forgive me for speaking negative words over myself. I forgive my forefathers for all these things that you've shown me. I ask you, Lord, to start with Adam and Eve and let your cleansing blood flow down through my bloodline, washing away any ground Satan's had in my life through the generational iniquities of the forefathers. I break curses of incest, curses of illegitimacy in the name of Jesus. I break generational curses, soul tie curses, cultural curses. I break soul ties with my forefathers. I cut and sever every cord of control, linking their souls to mine. I call back my soul and human spirit back from them. I send back their souls and human spirits back to them. I exchange their image for the image of Christ. Lord, forgive me for pride. Forgive me for 
uh, the pride that would keep me from asking the elders of the church to anoint me with oil. And Lord, forgive me for going to a church that doesn't believe in anointing with oil. Forgive me for idolatry. Forgive me for sitting under false teachers and perverted teachers. Lord, forgive me for vexation of heart. I pray, Lord, that if I have pain in my body, you show me where all the vexation is coming from. Lord, forgive me for pride that would keep me from having anyone lay hands on me. Forgive me for living a lifestyle of an angry, agitated personality. Forgive me for idolatry. Forgive me for going to give up and quit, lack of perseverance. Forgive me for living a lifestyle and rest. Lord, you said to come unto you uh, because I labor and I'm heavy laden and I and to take your yoke on my neck. And Lord, I take your yoke on my neck now in Jesus' name. And Lord, thank you that I'll find rest for my soul. Forgive me for all the times that you've, um, you have um, spoken to me, Lord, and I've hardened my heart. I forgive my forefathers for hardening their hearts. When they hear your voice, Lord, forgive us for hardening our hearts. Forgive me for ingratitude. God, forgive me for attention-getting in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I just repent of these sins, and I pray if there's any other sin that has blocked my healing and deliverance, that you'll reveal it to me. Lord, I ask for the truth that sets me free in Jesus' name. I break soul ties with every person who's hurt me, every person who I've hurt, every person I've sinned with or who's sinned against me. I cut and sever every cord of control, linking their souls to mine. I call back my soul and human spirit from them. I send back their souls and human spirits back to them. I exchange their image for the image of Christ in Jesus' name. I want to say this. You can break soul ties however you want to. But but another way you can do it is say, Lord, everything that of mine that got on them, I call back. And everything of them that got on me, I send back. You can pray that way or however the Lord shows you. In Jesus' name, I just come against all the demons that came in through the sins they've confessed now in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and blow out. I command fear, doubt, unbelief, worry, anxiety, tension, stress, nervousness, stubbornness, pride. Come out now in Jesus' name. I break the power of depression, discouragement. I break the power of sickness, distress, disease, hardening of heart, hardening of the arteries, blocked arteries. I command you to go. Blocked veins, blocked capillaries. In Jesus' name, you come out now in the name of Jesus. The weapons of our warfare are not worldly, but mighty to God for the smashing down of strongholds. In Jesus' name, I tear down every stronghold of pride, fear, doubt, unbelief, worry, anxiety, tension, stress, nervousness. I tear down strongholds of attention-getting in the name of Jesus. I tear down strongholds of rebellion. Uh, I tear down strongholds of, of, um, of a lying spirit. I tear down strongholds of fruitlessness. I tear down strongholds of death, suicide, death wishes. I tear down strongholds of sorrow, every spirit that hinders repentance. I tear down strongholds of negativity, crooked mind. I tear down strongholds of of, uh, hating reproof. I tear down strongholds of stupidity, unbelief, doubt. In Jesus' name, I tear down strongholds that block the truth that sets us free. In Jesus' name, I tear down strongholds of prescription drugs and the dependence upon prescription drugs i tear down strongholds that came into the sins of the tongue i tear down strongholds that would keep our soul from prospering i tear down strongholds that keep us from the word of god in jesus name i tear down strongholds that keep us from hungering and thirsting for the righteousness 
I tear down strongholds of unconfessed sin. I tear down strongholds of covered over sin. I tear down strongholds of, of, of lies and lying, unbelief and doubt. I tear down strongholds of, of ignorance of God's word. I tear down strongholds of, of no, no hunger for God's word. Every spirit that blocks a desire for God's word. I tear down strongholds that hinder intimacy. I tear down strongholds that fear down unbelief. I tear down strongholds that came in through trusting man and the power of the flesh. I tear down strongholds of anger, unforgiveness, and bitterness. I tear down strongholds of the tormentors, torturers. I tear down strongholds of sickness and disease. I tear down strongholds that came in through taking the Lord's Supper with sin in their life. I tear down strongholds of of weakness, sickness, and death, and sleep. I tear those strongholds down in Jesus' name. All strongholds that came in through participating in the occult, denying the deity and blood atonement of Jesus. I tear down strongholds that came in through bringing a cursed thing in my house. I tear down strongholds of deception, darkness, deluding influences. In Jesus' name, I tear down strongholds that came in through bringing abomination into your house. I tear down strongholds of of word curses. I break the power of every word that's spoken over each person, every word of death, word of iniquity, curse assignment. I tear down strongholds of the generational iniquities of forefathers, pride. Uh, I tear down strongholds of idolatry. I tear down strongholds that came in through sitting under false teachers of vexation. I tear down strongholds that would, um, in Jesus' name, I tear down strongholds of an agitated, angry personality, negativity. I tear down strongholds that would cause them to want to give up and quit and bail out and a divorce if they're married. I tear down strongholds of a fainting spirit. I tear down strongholds of unrest. Uh, uh, no resting place for the sole of their foot, trembling heart, failing eyes. I break that curse. Uh, disobedience to the voice of God and his commandments, rebellion, antichrist. Come out now. Hardness of heart, ingratitude. I break your power in the name of Jesus and the spirit of intention getting. I cast down every imagination, every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and I take captive in Jesus' name every thought to the obedience of Christ. I punish every disobedience because my obedience is complete in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and blow out. I break the power of all yokes. And, Lord, I pray you yoke their neck with the yoke of Jesus. Lord, help them to have persevering uh, in your grace, Lord, to seek you with their whole heart in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that you know the plans you have for us. They're for good and not for evil to give us a future and a hope in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord. Take a deep breath and blow out. Cough out, blow out in Jesus' name. Praise you, mighty God. Bless you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Give Jesus a praise offering. Praise you, Lord, for all that you've done. Give you We give you thanks, Lord. We exalt you. Your wonderful counselor, almighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Praise you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. If anyone needs prayer, you can, oh, oh let me pray. Lord, fill, fill me with love, joy, peace long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, self-control. Fill me up with your life, Lord, to overflow, to touch the lives of others. In Jesus' name, amen. If you want prayer, you can call at 646-595-4784. And don't forget to press 1. I'll be happy to pray for you. Uh, be sure you can email me at jerrymcgee at sbcglobal.net. 
That's G-E-R-I-M-C-G-H-E-E at sbcglobal.net. And uh, we'll be back again the first um, the first uh, Tuesday of the month and also the third Tuesday of the month from 6 to 8 p.m. Central Time. And uh, you can go to my website, jerrymcgee.com. That's G-E-R-I-M-C-G-H-E-E.com, all lowercase. And there's there's books and things I encourage you to order. Clearing the Land is a repentance book I did in 1985. You can actually go through that book. It's got all the Bible curses in it to break, uh, prayers to show you how to break soul ties. And you can actually get delivered just listening, I mean, just going through the book. Also, another one called Resetting Life's Negative Reaping Patterns. You know, we all have negative and positive things to reap. Uh, the Bible says that, that um, um, there's a law of sowing and reaping. You get more the same thing and later than what you sow, uh, good or bad. And it shows you how to take uh, the negative reaping and it change it into positive reaping. Also, there's a book I wrote on grief. I encourage you to get that book. There's lots of free things, articles, and CDs you can listen to. And um, you can uh, you can email me, and I, I answer my emails. Uh, I, I probably delete 200 a day that's just junk mail. But when people uh, personally write me, I, I answer back. So I encourage you to do that. I love to hear what God's done. I have a Duncanville, Texas meeting the, the first Saturday of each month, and soon I'll be going to Carthacana, Texas. That's not been set up. Um, I'll be at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp and Thanksgiving Camp. Uh, you can go to lakehamiltonbiblecamp.com and get information on all of their meetings, and I encourage you to go. We have prayer teams that pray for people, very anointed prayer uh people on the prayer team that pray for people and we pray for people sometimes two or three hours every day of the meetings and so you can get deliverance personal deliverance every day it's very inexpensive to go but it's lakehamiltonbiblecamp.com and uh, i'll be in pennsylvania october 25 through 27 2019 and the contact number is bill wilson 717 Three five zero one five zero six, and if you live near Pennsylvania, it's going to be in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. And so, um, let's see if there's anything else. If you'd like a, a meeting scheduled in your town, your city, or a home Bible study, I'll be glad to come. Uh, hope you'll listen again, and um, I appreciate those of you who give to the ministry. Uh, we can't make it without your gifts, and we thank God that he is the one that supplies our needs. And so you can, if you want to give a gift, you can go to my website, and there's a place where you can send a gift by PayPal. And also Dorothy Carruthers, uh, who is the sponsor of this program. Uh, you know, it, it takes money to run a ministry. It takes money to do what she's doing. So uh, you can go to uh, send a gift by PayPal, uh, D for Dorothy, dchurchy1 at hotmail.com. That's her email address. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you'll listen in again. 
the first and the third Tuesdays of each month. And may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.